It's time for the Contempo Coding Podcast. Discussions, knowledge, and insight to help you succeed in the medical coding industry. And now, here's your host, Victoria. Hey there, Coding Crew. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here this week because it is finally turning into fall in Pennsylvania, which means I no longer have to run the loud air conditioner in the background and turn it off when I'm recording so that you don't have all that loud background noise uh, and then sweat my butt off in my office. So I am super, super happy about fall being here. Today, I want to discuss some things in regards to how to still be successful as a medical coder on a budget, you know, especially when you're starting out and you don't have all the fancy encoders and subscription services that someone else may who's in a larger organization may have, you know, you have to think about ways that you can still progress in your career without spending a ton of cash. So first, I want to start off with just talking a little bit about CEUs. Now, I do have a YouTube video that you can also reference on this as well as how to get cheap and budget-friendly CEUs. So first off, your chapter meetings. Check out any, especially now, virtual events that you can attend through your local chapter through AAPC. The virtual events are almost always free. Occasionally, if it's a new chapter that is just starting up funds because they don't have any funds to pay for platforms, they may charge a couple of dollars. But in most cases, these virtual events are free to attend. And as we progress through, and if people are able to have in-person events, those are usually free as well. Occasionally, chapters will charge if they're having uh, catering or need to rent a room so that they can offset the cost of those particular expenses. You can also earn 12 CEUs every year just by doing the quiz from Healthcare Business Monthly Magazine. There's also free quarterly webinars that the AAPC has on their website. And then there's a lot of organizations that just offer free CEUs to coders periodically. You can... Um, subscribe to various groups on Facebook. I just be careful about some of these groups because they are personally owned groups. So it is within their scope that if they go, hey, I'm the moderator of this free CEU group, but I also want to sell you Avon. They, I mean, they can technically do that because they're not sanctioned. They're not official groups. Um, so just be aware when you join those kind of groups on Facebook that they're that aren't sanctioned groups by AAPC or AHIMA, that that kind of thing can happen. But also check out hitnots.com, H-I-T-N-O-T-S.com. They have listings of whoever is giving out free education with CEUs that month. So you can check that out. And if you just want something that is paid, but is not super, super expensive, I'm always a big fan of Billing and Coding Magazine, uh, or BC Advantage, they sometimes call it. That's great. You can get a membership there for pretty uh, cheap. Uh, occasionally, they'll even give them away. Like if you ask for freebies for your chapter, they'll sometimes give you a couple of cards to redeem for a, a free membership for six months or 12 months. And they have lots of great free CEU off, uh, opportunities. Also, CMS and your insurance companies will often offer offer uh, CEUs as well, and those are also commonly listed on Hitnots. 
The other thing that I will say in regards to local chapters are those are a great place to network. The more that you network, the more that you get involved in local chapters, you can meet new people, you can meet potential employers, you might have people there that will loan you books or study guides, or they may have uh, materials that they will share with you. Like if you don't have a subscription to CPT Assist, which is extremely expensive, you can maybe have a resource to go, hey, I really need just this like January 2013 issue. Can you tell me, you know, what it says in that one? Because I just, I need to validate something. So the the bigger network you have, the more opportunities you have to have people that you can go to with uh, a couple of, of questions, obviously not use people as free consultants, um, but just someone to, to kind of bounce ideas off of, or, you know, if you're learning a new specialty, kind of uh, say, hey, you know, Susie, I know you've coded OBGYN before, like, what resources might you recommend to me that I need to look at as someone who's just starting to learn this specialty? And also just bolster social media, go on YouTube, check uh, YouTube channels like mine, like the Queen of Guidelines, um, or podcasts like the Alpha Coding Podcast, or Brian Cooey's uh, Medical Coding Geek Not Elsewhere Classified Podcast. Those are great to get information, even just about the industry and kind of feel what's going on out there. There's a lot of different cool things you can do on social media. I've even seen some people doing uh, although this is going to get, from what I'm told, canceled soon. We'll see how that goes. TikTok, like little 60-second clips of how to code a certain case. Uh, I do have some that I've been posting on there as well. I haven't been promoting it heavily because I'm just still building up. <clears throat> And I'm not certain what's going to happen to that platform. Uh, it looks like Instagram is starting to move over to a similar platform, Instagram Reels, but those are only 15 seconds long. So probably not as good for coding scenarios as TikTok was for those like 60 second quick hits. There's a lot of also Facebook groups. Be very, very cautious about these. Um, they have some for exam preps, they have some for specialty support, there's jobs for American medical coder groups, which are all great, but just keep that in mind. These are their own personal groups. They are owned personally by people um, that they, I mean, anyone can start up a Facebook group. I I personally don't because it's just a lot to, to moderate. And I don't feel that the Facebook platform is going to have much more longevity to it. So I, you know, be very careful with these groups, because there are some I will say out there that are doing even some unethical things like sharing PDF study guides or copyrighted material. Uh, I've even seen a couple of cases that have been reported out where people are sharing medical records that they're having trouble coding and forget to scrub out the PHI. Most of them generally are fairly benign, though, aside from the fact that, you know, if they decide that they want to post a GoFundMe or sell you paparazzi jewelry, technically they can. I mean, it's their personal Facebook group. And while I'm on the subject of social media, now might be a good time to remind everyone that if you are an AAPC member, not even a certified coder, but a member, you have to subscribe to a certain code of ethics. You can find that code of ethics on the AAPC website, and there is a portion in there that does speak to events and even virtual events and blogs and social media interaction. So essentially what it says is don't be a jerk 
while you're presenting yourself professionally on, you know, an AAPC Facebook group or a medical coding forum, because you could wind up in an ethics violation for just being completely inappropriate uh, in a social media setting. And the other thing I want to caution people about while we're on the subject is I I'm not sure that everyone is aware of this, but when you comment on things in LinkedIn, that often appears in other people's feeds. So I have seen not too many from the people I'm personally connected with, although there there have been some that have been questionable, but your comments can be publicly seen. So if you're commenting on someone else's posts and calling them an idiot or a moron or making some sort of derogatory comment, other people can see that. And I unfortunately have seen some very terrible comments lately from people that are putting out there where they work and that they're even HR managers and people in high position. It does not take much these days, guys, for someone to take a screenshot of that and send it to your manager, the boss of your company, your human resources person, whoever is in charge of you. And you could potentially wind up in trouble with your job for posting just derogatory mean comments on the internet. Not to say you can't speak your mind, but when you're doing it in an inflammatory, intentionally inflammatory way, that is something entirely different. Now, another budget-friendly tip for medical coding is there's often a trial software you can get so that if you're maybe just needing something because you're trying to figure it out for a project and you need to look up the lay descriptions and you're, you, you know, you'll have it down after just a couple of times of looking it up, you can get trial softwares for things like AAPC Coder, which is now called Codify, which is essentially Super Coder, uh, or Find a Code. You can sometimes get trial software for a, a free trial for a couple of weeks or a couple of months of that. Software. And then if you wind up liking it, oftentimes they're not terribly expensive for certain base packages. You know, as you add on things like CPT Assist or Coding Clinic, then yeah, that can up the price. And those are very expensive. So be very thankful if your employer does cover that. If not, like I said, try and network and see if you can find someone that maybe if uh, you can't personally get access to it, you're like, hey, can you pull January 2013 and see what it says for me? I, I just really need some help. And then lastly, one of the things I hear is very often, especially from new coders, do I have to buy new books every year? I can't afford new books. I can't afford new bucks. Uh, If you're truly, truly in a situation where you cannot absolutely afford new books, there are ways to get the updates that are going to happen in the next year. So you can go to one of your chapter meetings. They oftentimes will do that. If not, there might be another chapter in your area you can attend that has the updates. Sometimes there are free webinars. And if you could maybe even get a listing, oftentimes I know AAPC, I keep wanting to call it AAPC Coder, but it's now Codify. So Codify does have listings of all the updated code. So if you could get your hand on that, I mean, technically, you could try and write them in your book. I know this year for ICD-10 alone, there were several hundred. uh, But really, some of them were because they had seventh character extensions on them. So uh, you, you could reasonably if you are truly, truly, truly in need and cannot absolutely afford new books or get them through other means, you can try to get the update information and at least make notes in your old books. So just to summarize, there's a lot of ways to get free CEUs through your chapter, through HitNots, through Facebook groups. 
paid CEUs, if it is something that is specialty specific, that it's really going to help you out, those are absolutely worth the investment. But if you don't have the money and you can't attend anyway, look out for those free CEU opportunities. Network, get involved with your chapter, meet new people. Chapter officers actually get free CEUs, they get discounts on conferences. So there are some benefits in that fashion to being a chapter officer. Use social media to your advantage. Just be cautious about your persona that you're putting out there when you post on social media, whether it be Facebook groups, whether it be LinkedIn, whether it be YouTube, and just utilize those podcasts too, because there's some out there that have great updates. Join those Facebook groups, but do be very cautious about them. Make sure that they are ones that are not permitting unethical resources or uh, promoting unethical use of copyrighted materials or posting personal patient information, that would definitely be wrong. And then try out some of that trial software if you like, you know, AAPC Coder or Find a Code and some of those other software platforms that will allow you to have access for a short period of time so you can pull information that you may, you may need. And then if you need those CPT assists and coding clinics and you can't get your employer to cover it, you know, just through that networking, see if someone can tell you some details about what's in those articles um, and have them kind of pull pull them for you and say, yeah, this is what it says in regards to, you know, uh, laceration or pairs or what have you. So in any case, I hope that helped you out with some just budget-friendly tips for medical coding success when you uh, don't have a ton of money to be spending on it. This can be an expensive industry to be in between membership fees and books alone on an annual basis. I mean, you're looking at like $400 right there. But there are ways to kind of cut down on the costs where you can. So I totally respect that we all need to save money wherever we can. I hope you guys find these tips helpful. And as always, just keep on coding on.